Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you ever look at your favourite celebrity and think, I wonder if we have anything in common? Well, there's at least one thing. No matter who you are, no one knows you better than your mum. I'm Peter Todd. I'm a columnist from Fabulous magazine, where every week you can hear from the nation's most loved women on everything from fashion and beauty, health and fitness, and pretty much everything in between. I'm also a model and presenter, but my hardest job by far out of all of these is being a mum. Because mums shape who we are. They're there for us when we need them and even when we might not want them to be. So for this series we decided to speak to some well-known incredible women and find out just what makes these female relationships so formative. This is Things I Told My Daughter. For this episode I'm joined by Jenny Powell and her daughter Connie. I don't think I have to say anything to Connie. She knows. Okay. And I don't really have that with anybody else. Jenny has been a formative face on our TV screens for many successful years now, presenting Top of the Pops, being glamorous assistant on the Wheel of Fortune and taking on ITV's big heads, all whilst juggling her role of being a mum. I remember oh, yeah. going in and then there's been racks and racks of clothes. <laughs> like, it's like a film. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually quite amazing. While her career has gone from strength to strength, Jenny off the camera has overcome personal hurdles as she navigated becoming a single mum soon after the birth of her second daughter. We have that uniqueness where there was a point where there was, there was me and you and Polly, wasn't there? Yeah. It's clear as day though that their journey through the challenges together has brought Jenny and her daughter Connie that much closer a kind of intuitiveness that you can only share with your mum or daughter. And I could not wait to find out more about their relationship. This is Things I Told My Daughter with Jenny Powell and her daughter, Connie. Hello, a hello from lovely Jenny and her daughter, Connie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, um, Connie is at university in London yes. and you are studying? Uh, the history of art. I'm in my third year, so it's my final year. Okay, how's yeah. that been? Uh, well, I've just started. This is my second week, so okay. it's actually been okay. And obviously now it's all in person, so... I was about to say, how's that been yeah. throughout it's lockdown? Ama- it's ama- well, it's amazing now, but like last year, which is my second year... I was saying to my mum actually earlier, it's completely different to like this year because last year I just stayed in my flat like most of the time, everything's online. Mm. Like it was actually really hard. And like being in uni this year has really made me think like I didn't miss out a lot last year. But obviously I'm really happy not to be back, so. And who do you live with? Have you got people you live with in your Um, I live with just my boyfriend now. Okay. um, In a one bed flat. But surprisingly, even though we're both only 20, it's actually going really well. So. <laughs> no, that's, that's so good. I'd be so, so, so surprised about yeah, it. He because. cooks for her as well, which I find. Where did you, I mean, <laughs> Where did Honestly, you find I know. him? 
Was this like, um, yeah, I mean, share share the secret on that. I mean, <laughs> he's a keeper. <laughs> he is. Bravo. Thank bravo. you. So is that the first time you'd lived away from mum? Well, it's for my first year because yeah, that's when I was when in you moved to, yeah. And then last year I lived away from her as well in London because I still lived there okay. with my boyfriend and another person. So now this is my third year basically living there. <laughs> oh, and how was that for you? Like your first to well, fly the, the nest? Mm, so, yeah, it's called the empty nest syndrome. I didn't really know much about it. But then I did sit on the end of Connie's bed in that first year when she left in September, October of 2019. I felt really emotional and really... It took me a while, but I did have a little cry and then I realised that it was a thing and mm. it was okay. But for Connie and I, we've got quite a bond. I think it's quite unique. And I did, yeah, I did suffer from the empty nest and um, I really, really missed her. I've got a 12-year-old as well, so yeah. of course I could focus on Pollyanna and the dog. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we have a special friendship and a special relationship and um, I really, I really do miss it when she's not Aww. there. But that's selfish of me. And indulgent. So yeah, on, on, mums of is, older yeah. children. No, it is. And I think it is. It is that real, my eldest is, he'll be 16 in the beginning of the year. And it is that realisation that actually they're not yours. Like, they're, they're, not. they're not yours. Like, you just kind <laughs> of look after them for a while and you try and equip them as best you can. And mm. then you're like, crack on. Absolutely. And it is, it's a really strange when you've been everything, every minute yeah. of ever everything, you know. And it's the it's investment really... that you make as a parent. It's yeah. a huge investment. I mean, and not, you know, in, in monetary ways, but the investment of your, your emotion and your heart and soul basically well, yeah. that you don't invest in anyone else like that Mm-mm. you know partners husbands no. parents no. your children you put ev- well you uh, just pour everything, everything into it you pour yeah. all your hopes all your dreams all the things that you no pressure yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean you're very very precious cargo yeah. so yeah off you go you know when i say you, you put all that investment in and emotion etc of course you get everything back mm-hmm. you know and you turn around you think wow what a great specimen what a great human being Job done. Happy days. There you go, world. I'm putting her out there. Yeah. (laughs) When you describe your relationship as really special, really unique, what would you say makes your relationship unique in your opinions? Go on, do you want to go? I don't think I have to say anything to Connie. She knows. Okay. And I don't really have that with anybody else. She'll just look at me or she won't even be near me. She She might be down here and she'll say, she'll message me and say, are you okay? Or if she is with me, she'll just look. She'll look at me across a crowded room, and I'll know she knows what I'm really thinking. I think it's like as you get older, because now I'm obviously twenty, so our relationship has matured. And also, that's quite a long time to actually know somebody. Like obviously, yeah. I was a baby when when, when you were a baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have but, been a hard labour yeah, if you I weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously, know someone for twenty years and growing up with them like as your mum like it's like a long friendship and it's like someone you've been with since you were growing up so I do think now like our relationship is quite mature that's the right word to use so I do feel like I do know you quite well like emotionally yeah things like that yeah and it's tricky it's complicated and what makes it even more complicated is the you know dynamics you know because you know I've split up from Connie's dad have you always been close have there ever been like growing up like yeah Yeah, we've always been close. (laughs) We've always, I mean, even from when Pollyanna was born, you know, obviously then all of a sudden, because you were eight, weren't you? Yeah, I was eight. So then it's quite late on in the day. I mean, you'll know because you've got such, uh, you've got quite big age gaps, haven't you? But, you know, I was really conscious then of the fact that, you know, our relationship might change or, you know, the dynamic will be too Mm one-sided because, of course, you know, 
Polly was at Connie's at school and she's, you know, getting her independence. Or, and then all of a sudden everyone's sort of fussing over a newborn baby, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't think it changed. I think actually we kind of did it together. Yeah. Didn't we? Like with Pollyanna. Yeah, we did. In the house. We... I think that's like a big enough age gap that it's not, there's no like jealousy. Right? Like no. we were still just as close. Yes. I think that might have been because, you know, Connie was older and there was no sort yeah. of competition. Because, um, you you know, you, you've kind of been... It's lovely now. I'll tell you what I love. This is tell what me. I love. So over the very long summer that you get when you're at uni, never yeah. mind everything else that's been going on, and this is slick with the menopause because I, I do get tired and then I get fed up and there's a certain time of the day, four o'clock, where I'm done. And then I've, I've been working, all the rest of it. I just think, oh, I can't. You know, Pollyanna comes home and Connie's been brilliant because she just goes, um, do you want me to sort out Pollyanna's tea? And I'm like, oh, would you? And she's like, do you want me to make you tea? And I went, would you? Um, yeah, so it's only been about four weeks where um, we've not had any tea, Connie, because you've come back. Yeah, she's yeah. starving. Sorry. She's starving, okay? This but is a roundabout way. But it's the little things like that yeah. that I think, oh, my goodness. It, it, you know, it costs nothing, and it means such a lot to me, but those like, little things. Again, that's a testament to how well you know each other. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah. think it's one of those things where, you know, like, you can send flowers or you can say, oh, I really love you, Mum. Yeah. But it's those things where you yeah, know that that's going to yeah. make that's going to take the pressure off. That's going to make a real difference to what your day looks like. And that's because yeah, definitely. you know her back to front. And th- and that's what I'm saying. You know, mother-daughter, they're just as much a rock for you. And and that's what constance means, actually. It means a rock. Mm. Are you close to your mum? Yes, I am. My mum's quite yeah. stoic, isn't she? She's a tough nut, isn't she? Yeah, she's very independent. Very. Like. But I am close to her. I've been um, really close to her at the moment because obviously we've been through quite a lot. Yeah. I see a lot of myself in my mum. I was about to say, I mean, when, but when you say, you know, very independent and whatever, obviously I've met you for 10 minutes previous to this, but I can, I could see that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I wouldn't want to cross you. I uh, (laughs) definitely (laughs) wouldn't want to cross you, (laughs) because of Jenny. Yeah. That's coming from somewhere. It so. is, yeah. A lot of people say, oh, it's a generation thing. You know, a lot of my friends are very similar. Kate Thornton, she's a good friend of mine. She's so independent, like Tamsin Alpert, another good friend of mine. All independent working women with all that, you know, oh, I don't want to get on the wrong side of you, Kate, or yeah. whatever. You know, they are. Mm. Um, and you could say that's a generation thing in our industry. But when I look at my mum, it's different. I think hers was, you know, she was a Kate Coloured in South Africa. Okay. You know, so they were living under the... Um, you know, under the umbrella umbrella of, uh, you know, apartheid through your colour. So she's been through a lot. Yeah, that's a whole different... Yeah, and I think that's where hers has come from, this sort of thing where, you know, you have to... You have to be very strong and very thick-skinned. And um, when she came over to this country with my dad in the 50s, again, you got to decide. You've got to set your stall out then and at what you're going to be. Yeah, and I you think have she to put like, that well, benchmark and not, and not budge from that. Yeah, so I think it might have a lot to do with that. You know, maybe maybe too independent. I don't know. Do you think you're independent? Uh, yes, I do think I'm quite independent. Mm. I think when... as you, Yeah, I do. And I enjoy being independent. What were your sort of first memories? Obviously, your mum was in the public eye. So it isn't, it isn't a, you know, your standard mother-daughter situation. Your mum was, mm. you know, people knew who your mum were, was. You were, you'd be stopped or whatever. When, when did you first realise that maybe what mum's job was a bit different? Um, I think probably when I went to school for mm-hmm. the f- like in primary school. Mm. I think quite a few people said like, oh, my mum and dad 
used to watch your mum on television because kind of that generation of like my friends parents mm. age like they'd be like oh my god my dad really fancies your mum nice nice like and like as i went to high school it got a bit worse but that was it really like i was i think i was quite unbothered like i didn't really notice because i guess if you're born with, you like your mum yeah exactly then it's just kind of like something i was just like right okay. she just noticed when she got a freebie trip to disneyland with okay magazine oh there's benefits <laughs> to this mum yeah. yeah back out there mum yeah, yeah. yeah keep this coming <laughs> yeah keep this we'll have to, i don't have to stand in the queue mum oh I forgot about that yeah we're going on to disney with dan and deck uh, mum oh this is fun yeah, yeah. don't That's worry that. about sports day mum just it's keep these exactly. holidays coming yeah <laughs> how did you find that as you know that balance between having a very successful career and and in the public eye and then and having this like new human like just as every single mum will agree um i had a guilt thing just mm-hmm. from being away at work yeah never mind what kind of work it was i was away a lot because i was doing a lot of travel shows obviously because i live up north a lot of my stuff was based in london so i'd always yeah. be in london again i think i struggled with that the one sort of softening to the blow was my parents were absolutely amazing they were basically the the sort of um, childcare that makes a big difference between them and um, Connie's dad who was at home anyway working you know I was very lucky because I had that huge support so once I'd got over that bit um, I thought well actually she had much more fun with the grandparents I'd quite often you know I I would never outstay my welcome I would always get back home I'd be the one saying no I'm going to get back because you know I've got Connie at home I'd love to always sort of say I think there were a couple of travel shows and I say oh can I bring Connie Mm -hmm. if I bring someone with me and everyone was really helpful like that you know I was really proud of her and I I just loved having I don't know photo shoots with her and you know when you were born I had you know or she was on the front of okay and everyone might think it's tacky but at the end of the day you're a mum you got a newborn you're like look who she is well I just feel like it's not really any different obviously it is different but when people are putting it on Facebook and want everyone to see it because you're literally the proudest you could ever be at something and it's just circumstantially (laughs) that is the the platform and it is I think when you especially when you're a new mum and it's like look look at this look it's like the ultimate show and tell and also I think sometimes when you go through whatever journey you go through it's I think other women and other mums are grateful to to see that you know there are similar things going on in their lives and and mine at the same time and that we're all the same yeah I think that's a big thing yeah you know I think now it's even a step further with with social media Mm. and things like that where I, I really think there is a responsibility on being a mum and whatever else. You have a responsibility to actually show and have those conversations about the things that are a bit more difficult because people rely so heavily and yeah. being a mum and motherhood and parenthood in general, it can be really lonely. Yeah. And I think that is the one really good thing about social media that if you're thinking it, nine times out of ten yeah. there's going to be thousands of other people that are like googling that same mm. that same problem i mean yeah. when you start typing a thing in and you think this is yeah. going to be neat you're like, oh actually yeah. Yeah. right at the top you know me a completely personal thing but i'd always been the same in terms of my children i was super proud and anywhere we went like the adventures that we would have i'd be like right kids like have kids we'll travel pack mm. up let's go and the experiences that you must have shared with your mum what would be one of your favourite, if you look back and think, actually, that obviously, apart from running to care for Disneyland, um, yeah. would you oh, be... Oh, I know. T- uh, take that. That was funny. What? Oh, the, all the free concerts? Yeah. I've been to a lot of Take That concerts. Because <laughs> I used to go out with Jason Norwich, and of course, ah. we kept a friendship going, even, you know, even after um, we split. And obviously, then I was married and had Connie, and she was the most... 
I said, right, oh, Jason said you can go and you can meet everyone. And you, what would you say? You're just going to... Well, not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not bothered really, Mum. <laughs> Jason just said you no, can No, you're go. right. But yeah, but now looking back, I appreciate it. Now as a 20-year-old <laughs> student, I'm like, wow, lucky child. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Well, that was very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? That has to be one of the best... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you... I mean, I've had Polly on a couple of shows, haven't I? Yeah, Polly Ann's been on a couple of um, shows because she's a bit more out there and and all the yeah. rest of it. And and I think for you, I think you were more. Uh, I think I did lots of magazines and stuff with yeah, you. Yeah, lots of photo shoots. Actually, that was always fun though. Like yeah. I remember oh, yeah. going in and then there's been racks and racks of clothes. <laughs> like it's like a film. Yeah. Like obviously, yeah, that was actually quite amazing. Like loads of clothes, like hairdressers, like doing your hair. I remember complaining about the hair a few times. Yes, I would tell my mum. love that. I have, no, but obviously I didn't say it to the person because I didn't want to be rude, but I remember like whispering to my mum and be like, like getting really upset and stressed out It's a really it. strange thing having your hair and makeup done though because you, you know what you think you look like and yeah. you know how you like yeah. it to be and you go in and somebody you know, has their own vision for what you're going to look like. Yeah, yeah. when you're 10 years old. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a bit like, I was like, what has happened? But um, yeah, that must be one of the best memories because yeah, like seeing all the clothes, like rails and like hair, makeup, jewellery, doing an actual photo shoot. So would you say you're quite a girly girl? Um... Not necessarily, but I do appreciate clothes. Like my mum says, I have a shopping problem. Yeah, so I mi- mean no, but like I think I do a bit now. Like I was banned from ordering anything to our house. Passion, but you now call it yeah. a passion and not a problem. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a passion. Well, but but now you... looking back, I appreciate the photo shoots. And but, yeah, when Connie gets to the stage where she orders stuff and then she opens it and then she doesn't even take it up to her bedroom and bother with it and leaves it wherever she'd opened it. Just saying, yeah. Connie. Anyway, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> shall yeah. We? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll wear it if you don't. <laughs> Do you have a good... How, are you close with your sister, with Pollyanna? Yeah, we're a lot closer now because she's 12. Like, she'll be 13 very soon. And she's so, like, mature and confident. Like, she's more confident than I was at that age. She's, like, mm. more confident than I am now. Um, but we are quite close. Like, she's just gone into clothes and, like, different shoes. And So she just started secondary school? She's in year eight, eight so now. Second, okay. Yeah. I think year eight's the best year. Yeah, because yeah, year yeah. seven you're sort of finding your feet. Yeah. Although it would have been different because of lockdown and everything, I imagine. Yeah. And then you start year nine and you're doing options, then and it then gets, it's GCSEs. Yeah, so it's like it's year like, eight. I feel like it's just, year, yeah, it's that's just a good year. That's a year off, really. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. 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 She's definitely honed into that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's yeah. You're very different, but I. It's a beautiful thing, and everyone will say it when they see their children together. You actually just want to just. I like. I just peep through the crack in the door sometimes just to see because when Connie does come up of course because because she's at uni now it's more special when when they are together yeah um and I just sometimes I just want to listen at the door and just see sorry Connie sorry I don't hear anything bad (laughs) Um, but uh and I just think oh gosh this is just my my most favorite thing just knowing they're together and just chatting and that they'll be together and they'll go out together eventually I think it's not like I think that is one thing when there is bigger age gaps I definitely see it with mine which is that there's times where you sort of have got nothing in common and then one of you moves on and then it bridges and then ultimately you're becoming into it now, which is coming into the point where it won't really change again. Like you'll both kind of be on the same sort of Mm. level. Like when she starts to become a young woman and she's not a child anymore. By the time you're in, you know, it's a long gone of being. It's a really strange time actually Mm. of not, because there's only so much you can do so independence wise but mm. you're not a child anymore yeah, yeah, yeah and so I think it's a really nice thing to have that older sister like you've obviously always 
she's always going to have mum but to have you there mm-hmm. and also from your point of view Jenny like you've got like an extension of you like you seem like quite a sensible person Bonnie, to be honest I feel like <laughs> mum wouldn't have like you, you, she knows that she's got like an extra yeah. safe pair of hands there yeah which must be a really nice thing as a mum to mm-hmm. like yeah I just think as well for for Pollyanna to confide or they can confide in each other yeah you know because there are lots of things that uh they won't want to really talk to me about and that's fair enough and that's the way it should be so I like that that's actually a really really good point and it is that when you just hit the nail on the head when you said that's the way that it should be which is a really hard realization that actually it's not your right to know everything about who this yeah. person is now I was saying so my eldest his bedroom is up the other end of the house and it's it's up a set of spiral staircase but underneath that is doors to other stuff mm-hmm. and his door he obviously had his headphones on and was speaking to his friends mm-hmm. and he would never ever like he's like pretty meek and mild as far as 15 year old boys go would never swear in front of me would never anything like that and I was downstairs But his door was open. Obviously, he's got his headphones on. And I could hear him speaking to his friends. And I was like, (gasps) like, aghast. Like, who is this human? And I rang my friend and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I I really want to throttle him. Like, some (laughs) of, like, what I've just, like, listen, it was nothing too horrific. But it was not who I knew. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, and she was like, but think about when you were 15, Pete. Mm. And I was like. Mm, yeah she's like that's not you you can't say anything because it's none of your business she's like and I was like actually that realization that it is none of my business that there, there is a part of your children that you're not supposed to know yeah. and that is fine but as a mum it's a really it's really hard yeah. it's a really hard thing to kind of accept yeah. and to to make that boundary and to respect those boundaries is really really difficult because you as a mum you want to protect you from everything you want to get in there before yeah. a problem arises yeah, and absolutely. catch you yeah and ultimately that isn't always what you need and it's really it's really difficult and it's nice because I feel like you get that now Courtney like you you understand that actually mum's only ever trying to do you know when you she would say that you were knit you would say you were needy Jenny yeah. but you know yeah, Connie that actually much. it's coming from just like it's just big yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's literally just an instinct. Yeah, yeah I, I do understand. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So... What is your one like non-negotiable when it comes to being a mom? If you had to have like a non-negotiable, you'd be like, this is, there's no negotiation on this. This is the final word as a mom. What would it be? Oh, gosh. Mm. What if I, if it, oh, gosh. Is it, I mean, you know, you'd, you'd immediately think drugs and alcohol, but come on, let's face it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, that would be unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, you're so good. I feel like, I, right, let me think. There must be something I've got absolutely no way. I mean, because I'm quite... She's very laid... Not, not laid back, but you're very, like, easy. You're not really a... I don't lay down don't any know. law. You're not I? very totalitarian. No, no. Just no. like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do That's that. That's why I love the world at the moment. You can imagine, I'm pulling my hair out. <laughs> I think it's more, please don't lose confidence in yourself. Yeah, you... I yeah. am really... You're very I, light forward, go forward. Yeah, go forward, hard. never look back, go forward. You know, always focus on the positive. And I'm not one... I, you know, please don't do that thing where... And it's a lot... It happens a lot now, with especially with your generation, because of all the influences from mm -hmm. social media, etc., which we've all heard about. But, yeah, for me, it is please don't be influenced yeah. at all by those influencers. There yeah. you go. Don't be influenced That's by the influencers. Yeah. That's good. Do That's what care? I don't tolerate. I hate that. And I don't like anyone watching Love Island in the house. Or well, Squid. No, I've banned Squid. Good game. <laughs> no Squid. No Squid. You cannot have any Squid. Okay. <laughs> or Love Island. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's it. I think, but do you know what? It really blows my mind how young some of the children are yeah, that watch Love Island. Oh, like, it's unbelievable. It's shocking. It is yeah, actually shocking. Really that is a no no, weird. actually. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a bit pathetic and like yeah i mean that's not hardly in the big picture things but actually no but in the big picture things it's significant and i have said haven't i, I always go nobody's watching love island you can't watch yeah. live island here so then they just go off in the rooms and doing that. Pollyanna's on her iPad. But that's in. my no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like they're pretty good ones. No squid. Yeah. Definitely no squid. No squid and no love island. Squid. Okay. But what would you say is the one best thing about being a mum? <laughs> one best. I think, you know, I'm I'm quite a yogi, I'm quite spiritual. Um, and for me, I think it's passing on that light and that energy because that, you know, that goes out into the world for everyone. It's universal. So I think if you can spread, I see the light and I see the energy that both the girls have, you know, and I love the fact that, you know, it, and it manifests and it, and it glows and glows and glows and goes. It goes and it glows. Yeah. And I like that. I like the fact that I'm helping them to spread that light that they've got from me. That's Aww, a good one, isn't that it? It's is a good but one. But you never had that one before. Damn, you've got me yeah. on that. Do you feel like you did anything differently with Connie to Pollyanna? I think you've been quite different. I think we've had very different upbringing. I yeah. don't know. Like, I think you kind of do do a bit more things with Polly, but that's only because now it's just Polly at home. Mm. Like, you take her like, to a lot of sporting things. I know it's only a minor thing, mm. but I do think you're kind of different with her. Do you not think? I think you're even more laid back now. Yeah, than I was with you. I think, but but I think personally, I was really honing in on your, honing in on your um, 
academic side it was all about yeah that it, was a bit more pressure for me i think i okay. was more and pressure. my dad as well like both yeah. of you whereas yeah. now for polly it's less it's like oh polly, just whatever do you, what you want, want. Like, yeah. you know she plays football for which i think is yeah and, and she's just like oh i don't mind you know don't worry about those results it's not about that yeah. as long as you're happy i'd yeah. never say that to connie i would have been like right have you done everything have you done you know what, what about your studies yeah. are you studying enough have you do you think that's because she was your first or do you think that was because that's her personality and you um, like a potential i think it was your i think it was just i saw that i think you are i mean you wouldn't say you are i know you won't but you go to ucl for god's sake i think you're quite mm. academic and yeah. i think you you are very studious um and i saw that and i thought well that's the way she's going i have to say i know you won't like me to say it well no, i mean no, no, what's no, wrong fine. with that yeah. i mean there's worse things to say <laughs> yeah you know and you did get three a stars or four A's. how many did you get I mean, I think Pretty it's safe awesome. to say you're academic. Yeah. <laughs> Connie's academic. Oh, sound exciting. So, therefore, I think you're, yeah, the way we sort of nurtured you yeah, was in that, in that, and you, you'd, she'd read books. She'd be sitting there reading. Pollyanna's not going to read a book. Pollyanna's out with a football or climbing a tree. But or... I think it is, I mean, so my mm. eldest has has a different dad to my, my husband. Right, yeah. So I can kind of relate in, in that way in terms of, you obviously there's another influence yeah and you're yeah. a different also a different stage in your life yeah but there's that uh, it makes a difference it to, does to how you do things and how you see things and how you parent because absolutely 50 is different yeah so that there is always going to be that to a degree and i think because it was more of a force academically etc with your dad because then as a partnership we were it was like a double whammy wasn't it it's like right yeah as a team we were saying to you or trying influencing you yeah. a certain way um, whereas now, you know, um, Pollyanna still sees, and, and, and it's, it, you've got the same dad, so still sees her dad, but obviously mm. doesn't live with her dad. Yeah. Um, but he still has as much input. But I think because we're separate, she can sort of play around with it a bit. And it's yeah, it's a bit, me, a bit more watered down. Yeah. And also I'm older, because also I was an older mum. I had Pollyanna when I was 41. Okay, yeah. You know, she's 12 now. Do the math. Yeah. Well, actually, don't bother to don't do, do the math. Don't worry, do don't not. forget it, forget it, forget yeah. it. So, in that respect, I am a bit more sort of chill because I'm like, well, yeah, well done really? <laughs> yeah, I've done that. No, it's fine. Just do what you want. But uh, I, think, I think it adds to your relationship. Like when you become, when you're a single mum and you've yes. got the children, I do think, especially when your child is that little bit older, mm -hmm. I do think that your relationship changes yeah. again. It becomes that little bit more of like you against the world situation. Yeah. You've got that little pod. And I think especially without really realising, you, Connie, probably wouldn't have realised a lot of the ways day to day that you helped and supported yes, your mum yeah, without even true. just your existence was yeah. was enough on yeah, the days that aren't. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it does change a relationship between a mother and a daughter oh, yeah. or, or a mother and a son the same I have a similar my relationship with my eldest is is very unique mm -hmm. and we're very very close and he I would say he's the same in terms of he knows me back to front I'd gone to get my nails done a few weeks ago and he had had his hair cut next door to where we were and I said to him could you do me a favor Finbar could you just pop down there and grab the dry cleaning for me I'll be finished in five minutes and he was like all right and he's massive he's like six foot like he's much taller than I am and as he walked out, I was like, all right. And he's like, love you, mom. And I was like, love you, bye. And all the ladies that were in the shop were like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. he would never. And they were like, would he always, would he say that in front of his friends? And I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I say it to him. I was like, would anyone yeah. 
ever say anything to you. But that's because, yeah, because you was a you were a once, once a little unit yeah. alone together, yeah. as it were. Yeah, and it's a similar thing. We have that uniqueness where there was a point where there were there was me and you and Polly. Yeah. Wasn't there? Yeah, briefly. Yeah, yeah briefly. But and I think it was no matter how time. brief it is, I think it is that yeah. it's a big change mm. in your life. And as actually as a child, you're, you know, you're oblivious to actually how big the change is that's going yeah. around with everything else. And mm. I think it's actually only, I only ever really realised it. Later on when you, when yeah. I, When I was in that situation. And I was like, oh, actually, okay, they... Yeah, you, you've got no idea, and actually, yeah, you just being there—that little unit that you become. Yeah, I don't know. It really adds it like is. an extra Teflon layer to to your relationship. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I actually think you you become much more. You're much more mature and emotionally yeah, intelligent. Yeah, I think you have to be emotionally intelligent, don't you? Yeah, when you're young. And, but you and I yeah. think you don't realize actually how valuable that emotional intelligence is obviously we've already ascertained you are very academic but (laughs) that's something you can't teach emotional intelligence you You either got it or you have yeah and and you you learn it you You pick that up and i think it's something that you subconsciously you model that you empathy and things like that is something that you exude and pick up on and you can't teach that and it's not a bad thing it's it's a bonus actually because you're way ahead of the crowd now yeah um just trying to make myself feel better. No, but I, I think, think for it all is. young, I think for all children, when their parents have divorced, because you've had to go from one household to the next and readjust and suss out. Right, I'm in this house now. How do they feel? What are they doing? Then you have to go back to that house. Yeah, but that just becomes a natural thing. Doesn't yeah, it? and that's which is that's, emotional intelligence, yeah. basically. So, yeah. yeah. So it's it's something that you've got, um, and you you're probably much better at it than most of your age. And yeah. I think same for Pollyanna. That's why she's so mature, mm. isn't she? And it's not a bad thing because loads of families are well, like. I think now, families. like I think more so, like mm. my my eldest, his dad remarried. They've got three girls on yeah. the side, so he's like the eldest of seven all combined. Mm. And I think it is like more often than not now. There's that two point four like nuclear. Yeah. Fa- it's just not. Yeah. It, it, obviously, it does still exist, but I think it's not the same kind of like shh, hush hush, like nobody talk. And I think that's that's brilliant i think yeah. it does teach you a lot more about absolutely you know being and being tolerant because it's, oh you it's, have to be tolerant because your dad's got two little boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i have like a 17 year age gap okay. well, i actually turned three today and i'm 20 so it's huge but yeah but it was not tolerant because i love that like yeah. i'm yeah. so far apart but but it's a I different dynamic to growing up with a sibling yeah. that's you know closer in age like, mm. i know like my eldest now he always says i really feel like when I see the younger ones where there's only, you know, a couple of years between them mm. and I think I really wish I'd have had someone that was closer in age because I see how they play with each other. But on the other hand, I really liked when it was just me and you. Yeah. And I get, you know, like now he's getting to the age where he's like, I can't wait to be able to pick Delilah up from school. Yeah, so when it I changes. Can drive. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, different it stuff. And he's like, and they could come and stay with me. And I was like, I don't know how early you think you're moving out. It's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. expensive because <laughs> my stay with you, if you mean just come up to your room, then yes, yes, we'll still be there. Yeah, it's all, I think it's lovely the different, you know, you've got your younger brothers, you've got Pollyanna. It's just, um, I just think it's it's just it's just good for le- for life skills. Yeah. You've got it all, really. No, definitely. What would be your hopes and aspirations for Connie? Oh, Connie. <laughs> God, go on. <laughs> well, it, I'd love her. I think, right, Connie is an amazing artist. She's studying history of art. 
but she is an amazing artist. In fact, you didn't really have to study fine art because she's she's done. Um, and I'd love it. I'd love it if she just... I know that's what she's brilliant at, and I know that for her, that's her go-to. I think writers go, you know, they go off and they sit by a beach and they come out with these novels because they need to. It's part of them. Yeah. And I think that's what her art is for her. And not, mm-hmm. you know, good days, bad days. I mean, sometimes yeah. bad days, that's what she she relies on. And she'll go and paint. She says, I've just got to go and paint. And she'll disappear and she'll she'll just she'll just produce this piece of art. And there's so much emotion in it. They're so emotive, her pieces. And... I think she must go down that road. So I'm thinking of her well-being, her mental well-being and her sense of where she should be is there. And that's why I think that's where she. I'd like to see her go eventually. And, you know, I, I don't think she, she has to make loads of... Well, well actually, you do like shopping, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to stay living in London, so... Yeah. She loves yeah. London because she's a northern girl and I, I get it. Um, and I, I just want her to really just to continue to I think you to recognize your yeah you know your yeah, your talents I think sometimes it's very easy in this world you know to put yourself down and to say yeah but I'm just not good enough comparison is the thief of joy yeah, yeah and I, I really yeah. really hope that she she ignores all that and she realizes her her talent and um, the beauty from within and keeps it going and whatever path that takes so that's great I'm not here to tell her what to do um, but I just hope that she continues with that and she just stays the way she is. Because she is, yeah. I, I'm constantly texting them both. Pollyanna, I did it today. Connie, I'm always, te- I'm just saying, they're beautiful souls and we need those. Yeah. We need them. And you know, you know, if you know, you know. Yeah. And I know. And so, yeah, job done. I just hope they stay like that. Oh. And what about you for your mum? If you, obviously, <laughs> just because, you know, you're, you don't stop you know, going on a journey and having hopes and dreams. Yeah. What would be something that you would really hope for for your mum? I hope for my mum that, she, well, the first thing I think is you need to keep doing everything that makes you happy, which I do think actually is working mm. a lot. Like, I think she always says you, you for, like, working and, like, talking, like, obviously you love chatting. <laughs> <laughs> which, obviously, I know your job is way more than that, but I do think, like, it's a huge part of you and, like, your personality. mm which is where we kind of differ because I think you need to be out there and like engaging lots of people and doing what you love. Like I think it really makes you like happier mm-hmm. doing that. But also, I'd love for you to like. I think like you need to move away to like a hot country. Like I honestly yeah. can just see her living in like Ibiza or something. Like I do okay. think you need like that's what I hope for you the most. And obviously, yeah, obviously I just do. to be happy. You bang on. That's exactly Thanks. that's it. That's my that's where I'm manifesting. I just want to yeah. Uh, it'll be a much more simple life. Um, but yeah, it, it's always been. My dad was like that. Okay. He, he always wanted. He craved the sea and uh, the simple things, aren't they? Yeah. Jenny and Connie have been so wonderful, sharing what makes their bond so unique. We honestly could have talked until the moon came up. But before I leave, I'm super excited to put forward a little maternal dilemma, where we give them a classic parenting problem and see if they both come up with the same solution. So we have done with all of our guests so far, we've done uh, one of our features. So we've had either Mum's the Word, which was where somebody would dive dive a whole secret that the other one didn't know, or uh, a maternal dilemma. So where we ask a question, you have to think of your answers, and then we'll see whether you both would come to the same, you would give the, both give the same advice. Okay, should we? Yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 
<laughs> um, your child has left. You have to imagine you have a child. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll try to. Your child has left for university, and seemingly had a great few weeks settling in. After a catch-up call with you, they start to let you know that they have spent more money than anticipated, have dipped right into their overdraft, and are now right at the end of that. What advice would you give them on that? Are you going to tell them? I'd say call your dad. <laughs> very, very, yeah. very strong shout. I'd send them more money, but is that bad? I just think it's good to be relaxed. I'm not trying to hint to you <laughs> to be fair, this I think I'd say, yeah, just bail them out, Mum. Yeah. I, I like where I you're would. coming from. I think, cause also, I think I my do. mum would do that. Yeah. That's... It's true. I broke my phone and you sent my boyfriend yeah. money for me. Like, it's just so, yeah. But I don't take it for granted. I think no, just, you don't. I just think no. it's good to be nice. <laughs> it is nice to be nice. Well, <laughs> on that no, thank you both for being so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, is this the nice? Po- is this called the really nice podcast? This is called the really really nice it is podcast. Yes, oh. uh, just for this one episode standalone. We'll yeah. just call it the really nice episode. But really, thank you and thank you for. I hope that you you know felt relaxed with with us. We did. It was, it was really lovely. I really I think need. that actually, for, it's been a real privilege for me and in in today and a few. Do you know to see the conversations when. No, that you speak to each other and no, actually something comes out or you question something or answer something yeah. in a way that maybe you wouldn't normally Absolutely, do. Yeah. Mm. So it's actually a real a real privilege to kind of see unfold. So thank you so much, guys. No, thank, thank you. you. No, I actually really pleasure. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Have I got thank to buy you your lunch now or dinner? Or no, like? it's fine. Do you want, do you want to take <laughs> shopping? I've got no, just pay, for, just pay for my overdraft. All right. <laughs> that <laughs> was <laughs> perfect. Perfect advice. But no, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again to Jenny and Connie. It was so lovely to see you both open up and share your admiration for one another. Maybe it will even inspire some of you listening to remind your mum or daughter why you love them. Join me next time for another Tell All fantastic mother and daughter conversation. And don't forget, you can read Fabulous magazine every week in The Sun on Sunday or every day at thesun.co.uk forward slash fabulous. It's packed full of affordable fashion and beauty tips, plus even more interviews with our most loved female celebs. Before you go, we'd love it if you could follow the podcast. You can do it via your preferred podcast app and it means that you'll never miss an episode. And we'd love it even more if you could give us a rating and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Todd and this has been Things I Told My Daughter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 